You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, man? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest as well. I mean, another awesome person actually doing some amazing things for the independent combo community. Homie here is a anchor, a penciler, an artist, a writer, and he is heading up a dope joint right here called the Independent Comic Book Creators Association. Let me introduce the man himself, the legend. Out there on a mission to save the independent comic book community, one and only Phil. Oh, <laughs> What up, brother? How you doing? Cheers. Cheers. See you, man. Likewise, thanks for coming on and talking about what you're doing in, in, in the world of comics, Dude, that your goes, service in the industry, brother. You rocking? That goes <laughs> down as the best intro I've ever gotten ever, uh, including by like my parents. It's bigger than your birthday. They don't like me that much. They don't like me that much. Oh oh my god! How dare they? Uh, Thank you, thank you for having me on, man. No, no, thanks for coming on, brother. You know, to talk some comics, talk some business, talk what you do. But before we we talk talk about that awesome uh, joint you're doing to to, in service of the independent comic community, let's get a little bit into your about what you've been doing and, and a bit about your personal journey. Hmm. So let, let's dig back a bit. Where are you originally from, and what was the first love you had in fandom? Hmm. Fandom in general or comics? Specifically? Uh, the, the first thing I got you in love with pop culture. Oh, man. Well, I was uh, born in Queens, New York. Uh, Queens, grew up, boy. Where about? All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, grew up on Long Island and uh, lived for a while in Manhattan. Uh, went to school of visual arts, twenty uh, third okay. Street, and uh, my first first thing that ever hit me as a kid, uh, and I just wanted more and more of it was uh, the original Batman. Okay. you know Adam, Adam West, Adam West Batman, <laughs> and uh, I was hooked. And then Super Friends and everything. I'll you know I'm, I'm a child of the seventies. I got so, this. That, that, that's good yeah. stuff, too. I mean, there's yeah, no child of the 80s that would say, talk any shit about the 70s stuff, because we Can't. had that on reruns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Non-stop. Non-stop. So, yeah. yeah, I definitely love all that good old 70s stuff. I mean, yeah. Come on, now. Heck yeah, well, I mean, we, you were watching them hoax and then Wonder Woman's new. Oh, yeah, all of it. <laughs> and the then day. in the 80s, too, man, Thundercats and everything, I just ate it up. All oh, it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, were you a lone wolf, you know, being the era? Were you a lone wolf in your geekdom and your fandom, or did you have a tribe growing up? Uh, yeah, usually uh, in the very beginning, it was it was just me. And then, uh, of course, I got a, a buddy in school who I found was into the same stuff. He actually introduced me to, like, the X-Men and stuff. Uh, and uh, so we were, like, best buds. We didn't have any comic shops back then. There was just, like, the 7-Eleven. 
That's really <laughs> oh, go to. What is this magic 7-Eleven everybody talks about? Everybody oh, yes. 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven comics. Where, like, where I you? never in my life went to a 7-Eleven. Yeah. I mean, again, I was in Brooklyn, so I never did, oh, okay. didn't normally see a 7-Eleven. Well, back so. in the day when uh, comics also had the newsstand editions. Oh, yeah. So there were newsstands, you know, more newsstand uh, copies uh, and distribution. Uh, 7-Eleven had a spinner rack in every store. And it was a, you know, little convenience store thing, uh, mostly Long Island and Queens and uh, oh, all man. over the place. And um, oh. uh, home of the Slurpee, my favorite drink. And, uh, a Slurpee in the comic, that must have been nice. Slurpee in the comic, that was my <laughs> allowance, bro. That was it. I was, I was happy. I get my Conan comic and my Slurpee. Oh yeah, and, Jacone, uh, that's my joint too. I'm trying to finish that OG Marvel run. Oh bro. my god, dude, that's my. Fa- I'm still filling in some holes. Oh, are uh, you still on the mission? Oh yeah, man. I can't. <laughs> nice. I, I, I can't stop. The early ones, you know. Now the prices come down, I can go back and. Yeah, yeah, they started to, but I've been lucky. I found number one a while ago. Um, then uh, someone sent me a number two in pristine, and then another wow. friend of mine sent me a number six. That they found from the UK, like great. So I okay. Those are I'm good get, friends. I'm, yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah, because they see my love for this. It's like it's genuine. It's not about selling. I definitely yeah. want to collect. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I love that stuff. It's yeah, awesome. uh, the Barry Windsor Smith stuff. I only have like maybe issue seven and like a oh, lot. Yeah. I have all the treasuries. I found all three at one shop for five dollars each. That's awesome. Yeah, including that Windsor Smith number four. I have it in the frame. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> Elephant in the tower, right? Yeah, baby. There you yeah. go. Look at my oh. man. Oh, where am I? That's what <laughs> man, ain't messing around, yo. Yeah, All man. right, so, uh, so Bobby, you, you, you've been in the business. So talk about your creative journey. When did you get a creative bug? Uh, right at a, in high school. I just wanted to, uh, once I discovered comics as a kid, then I realized later people do this for a job. You know, I was like, <laughs> I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like who wouldn't want to do that? You know? And, and I was drawing, you know, since I was a kid. So I just figured it it just naturally made sense. Um, so all through high school, even my art teacher made like, uh, exceptions for me. Everybody else was painting and, and doing their, uh, you know, Degas Mm -hmm. copies and Van Gogh copies. And my uh, teacher was very cool. and Let me do my, uh, uh, John Buscema copy. You know, <laughs> like, um, awesome. Why everybody going all bougie and shit, and you going she, with the class? Yeah, she was super cool. She was very, very cool teacher, and uh, and she supported that, and that just kind of inspired me. So I put artist art. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. So I, I put a, a strip in the in the school paper. I just okay. did like a couple a couple of them, and it was an original character that I created, and I still. Um, I wanted to keep going with that character. Uh, so I came up with a story around it and everything. And I didn't really, thought, oh, maybe one day, you know. Then I went to college, uh, School of Visual Arts, as I mentioned before. I had the coolest teachers ever. I was like fan spazzing every time I went to school. Because uh, I had Gene Colon as a, as a professor. What? In one class. Uh, I'm saving the best one uh, for last. I had Sal Amendola was one of my teachers. Um, and the big one, uh, uh, the man himself, the spirit, Will Eisner, 
Was How the fuck my, did you go to school with these guys? I was like, it was like going to the best con every what? week, you know, and uh, just soaking up knowledge from these people and the stories and Whoa. everything was so great. You know, How did you even discover all this? I, I, just, I, didn't even, I had no idea. I saw the curriculum. I'm picking the classes. I was still mad about my first year. They wouldn't let us do any cartooning classes because they call that the, the foundation year. So okay. they want you to do sculpture. They want you to do painting. They want you. To, I was like, I, I don't know. I know what I want to do. Like, I want to do comics. So I want to go right to those classes, please. And they said no. <laughs> so, so you got to get right, here's the first a booster. Paper. You got to waste some money on. So yeah, exactly, it's... exactly. Uh, but then, as soon as I was able to go, I, you know, I, I, wow. I went to, got those classes. And uh, um, the only class I did not take that I regret not taking was uh, Joe Orlando had a class uh, there. You didn't and, uh, take it. Oh, I didn't take God. it because my buddy Blake Seals, who I'm now partners with in the ICBCA, um, wanted to publish a book, and uh, thankfully he picked mine. Like a lot of our friends said, oh, I got an idea, I got an idea. And he liked mine, <laughs> so he said, we went with it. So I was like, all right, I'm the chosen one. So we <laughs> went and uh, put out this book, uh, which was my character, Leaf, um, okay. in 1990. Um, oh, what, 90? Going yeah, back, this, baby. This is, this is, yeah, this is, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, from the 20th century. Yeah, fuck. man. Oh, right. When you say it like that, fuck Jesus Rogers, Christ. Fuck Rogers style. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro. From the 20th. Um, right? From the, so, late ni- from the late 1900s. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am from the late 1900s. Uh, back in the day, <laughs> as they say. Before computers. Uh, yeah, well, so I'm well, saying or the know, internet anyway. This is why I wanted to kind of refocus that because you're when one saying old school, not as an insult, but rather as like you had to grind when you yeah, man, were hustling. I mean, I still, uh, I still don't draw. I still draw traditionally. I don't do. Uh, oh, what? Nice. Yeah, I don't do tablets. Keep the craft so. alive, bro. Phil. I'm, I'm trying. You. I like to take credit for that, but at the same time, I'm just technically retarded. So <laughs> technologically yeah, retarded. Yeah, don't, don't even tell him that. Like, yeah, but I'm gonna so act like cool. Keep like, it alive. I'm just keeping it going, man. For you know, for us, for us old guys. Yeah, yeah, bro. Sound like one of those old school hippies, man. Yeah, man. No computers. <laughs> yeah, I just awesome. like I'm like tablet. Wow, just give me paper and a pencil. I'm I'm going. And it is, I, I I'll take that any day. I mean, the yeah. artistry, of course. You know, uh, not, not to diss any digital artists because it is still art. No, but it's, it's still that art. Pen and and paper, you can't. You, there's not something so special about that. Yeah, I mean, there are guys I watch do that digitally, and I'm just like. I'm flabbergasted. You know, I'm like using yeah. this thing that's kind of like a pen, but it's not. Yeah, but when you <laughs> see somebody actually use a real ballpoint pen to draw some some Gucci yeah. artwork, for example, yeah. you're like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still, that, that's what I rather rather see nowadays. A yeah. big shout out to all those artists that do those cool, you know, drawing sessions. Amazing. Plus, it's uh, uh, you know, there's no artist alley without original art. You know, or uh. You know, original, imagine imagine stuff. a convention and all you do is take your tablet and you you tap you tap their thing and okay great <laughs> could, could you sign this I'll email it to you all right signature hey, that's how you buy in the future bring a tablet here I'll tap <laughs> your booth thank you yeah yeah Come on no talking yeah. idiot no, gonna be in a, in, a, in, a, in, in a wheelchair and a mask just tapping booths thank you <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I hope not shit. Then I mean that, I hope that not too, man. Was, but well, that's I exactly 
exactly what we're trying to uh, prevent from happening as best we can, uh, because we decided, you know, one physical media. I'm a huge fan uh, yeah. of physical media. I'm not a big digital guy, although I do have my comic available digitally. Um, it's, you got to still oh, you one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always it's always there's always going to be a physical comic uh, to read and and keep, you know. Um, but uh, it's just that deterioration of that of that market is just too. You know, we love comics too much. You know, yeah. I, I don't want them to to die out. It's like, uh, well, again, comics is not comics if it's not a physical medium to yeah. me. That's the, again, I agree. It's the experience of you know the the local comic shop, the comic con. Yep. Hunting for books. Yeah, dude. Not that's... not hunting for digital codes. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <is that? laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's trash. I, I want to pick up a book. If if you know what, if I was to lose electricity, I want to go into my faithful long box and be able to yep. still read something. Exactly right. Exactly. You know. So yeah, I'm a big physical guy, Phil. I'm with you. But before we get into that beautiful mission, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about continue about leaf a bit. I mean. How how was that creation? How was that journey in building it? What was the learning curve like? You know, now diving into a cre- you know like a real creative uh, well, journey. If you yeah, will. back when we when we started, there was a zero learning curve because I was learning how to make comics as I was making a comic, and mm. it was uh, nationally distributed. It was in uh, oh, previews, <laughs> and I was you know. Oh well, Heroes World was there back in the day, you know, all the Learning different, different distros. Yeah, and I was just Sick. trying to remember to have fun with it and just not worry nice. about all that the, the the technical stuff, you know. Still learning, but um, we wanted to put something out there and, and see what we could do. And the coolest feeling in the world was when I walked into a convention and I saw uh, my book. And the crow number one next to each other, oh, sitting up on a shelf, both for like thirty bucks. Oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! You, did you go up to the booth and like, hey, I could make it a little bit more expensive if of you course, want, you know? Of course, now the crow number one is like fourteen thousand dollars, and mine's like five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen, I get it because that's that very thing you just said is how a lot of independent creators approach me and comic crew. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, when they approach me, hey, would you mind showing off my book? I'm like, I have no problem showing off your book. Sure. They're like, oh my God, thank you, because a lot of sites don't want to do this unless I'm listed somewhere. I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I support indie. Give yeah. it to me. And then they hit me back, oh my God, you put me in between like a DC and a Marvel book. That's crazy. I'm like, what's crazy about it? You're just as valuable as those books to me. Mm-hmm. Why that's not? Exactly right. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a creator. One day, those two companies may be kissing your ass. To get get some work out of you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So why wouldn't I put you next to those yeah. people? You are just as awesome. Yep. We're, you know we're, what I mean. Come and that's on, exactly bro. exactly yeah. the mission. What we're what we're talking about. Is Let's talk get... about that mission. But he's dying to get into this baby. No, no, mission. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he's dying to get into the mission. No, no, I, no, it's it's a beautiful mission. And let me, you know what? Let me actually also bring up the website. But talk to me, brother. I need to know the the, the seed. What was the seed of the Independent Comic Book Creators Association? Well, b- going back to what we were talking about when I was putting out the book Leaf uh, in 1990, um, and on, whenever we did something original, there was always, where are you going to get it printed? 
um, what kind of stuff, going to conventions, uh, stressful. Are you going to make flyers and give them to stores? Are you going to, you know, create little chachis for it or whatever? You How do you market all in that era? Yeah. Right, right. In that How era, you... which is harder because everything had to be physical too. Yeah. Again, right. there was no digital media. So right. Now you're and really it, spending some money. Huh? Yeah. And even now with, with the, with the digital, it's, uh, it's good for, for promoting. Uh, but there's still the question of, um, what do you, what do you do with, with the book besides the book? You know, there's a lot of other moving parts and you got to go to this guy, you got to go to that guy. And we thought, wouldn't it be great if, um, had everything under one roof. Um, so we, we plan on, uh, printing, uh, we distribute, we're going to have the ability to do, uh, things like t-shirts and buttons, uh, we could do bookmarks, postcards, all that stuff in-house. So it's a one-stop shop for creators. I see that. Because right here, your headline is a truly revolutionary co-op approach yeah. for comic book creators, right. retailers, and fans. Right. So, so we're I, trying to kind of bridge the gap. That's what we keep our, our message is. Bridging the gap between the three. Excellent. And uh, just trying Talk to have about something that for everybody. So for, as I was saying, creators, uh, we're going to have, you know, everything that you're going to need in, uh, in one place. So you can get banners there. We're also a fully functional sign shop. Um, so we can do oh, signage really? for you. We could do uh, banners, uh, the, the uh, expandable banners, the, the stretchy ones that stand up. Uh, we also have okay. uh, table covers and all that stuff, printed table covers. We're going to do every, all that stuff. And um, so if you're uh, a member with us in good standing, then all that stuff can be available to you, and we'll promote your book with with that. I'm digging. Let's see. Direct sales, promotional ops, retail blind box opportunities, convention yeah. rep. Oh, man. So when when you're talking about convention rep, you mean mm-hmm. you're, you know uh, a member of the community has a booth and, and they also carry uh, the communities. Uh, right. Well, what we're going to do is since a lot of creators can't be at all these conventions because let's be honest, it's pretty pricey. Yes, it um, is. We are planning to be like every year being at a, a, a whole as many as we can uh, get into, and on our table we'll represent your title. Uh, we'll have it on the table, and the Beautiful. sale goes to you. And, uh, you know, but we'll represent you at, at the shows. So hey, you don't, check you don't, that out. So you don't have to be there. Uh, we'll be promoting it for you. But if you are in town or you are at the show, we'll also give you a spot at the table. Oh, wonderful. Um, you hear that, fam? Assuming hear there's that? room. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, creators? Yeah. So because uh, you want to give, give them a spotlight as much as possible. I'm digging it. What's up with the blind box opportunity? That, yeah, that, that we're calling that cool. What's that the, about? The box of independence. We're we're kind of doing hey. a subscription uh, like situation. That. Yeah, <laughs> so we're um uh we're creating a the box of independence where uh, it's a subscription thing, and uh, every quarter we plan on having a, a great slate of releases, and um, we just thought it would be really cool because I'm a big fan of the blind box thing. I'm, okay. I'm a I love that stuff. I just think it's fun because whatever books I get, I, I just there's something about each one that I find really great about. Um, so we just thought it would be great to create a, a blind box with like surprises in it. Have a shirt in there one month, okay. some buttons in there, some stickers and a stack of comics. 
and um it'll be like a um uh you know like a i think we're we're planning to do a quarterly i think that's the thing so it'll be okay. like a, a quarterly subscription okay Okay, and, uh, and that will involve the people involved within the community, correct? Correct, correct. Yep. Nice, exactly. nice. See that, guys, creators, you hear this? Great yeah, opportunity man. for independent. I like this whole idea, man. And then the print on demand and, and the needs to be cost on promo items. Talk about that because it can get expensive. So how are you helping yeah. them with that? <clears throat> well, the good thing is that we have our sign making and everything in-house. So oh, – yeah, so members will have uh, definitely a discounted rate. We're still going over the numbers and how to, um, you know, compete with guys who are out there doing this every day. So we're still working on on that uh, part. And uh, but once we have the math figured out and everything, we're gonna have um, have it open to uh, all the creators. So whatever they want to uh, create, we're gonna do shirts, we're gonna do stickers, we're gonna do buttons, uh, oh. the whole the whole gannet like whatever you want to promote you want to go all out i'm trying to come up with like package situations i could do a certain amount of search certain amount of buttons all in one shot oh fantastic what i would like to do so we're working on that and what's the saddle stitch awards what's that about right that we decided that we really want to um in focusing on these new creators some of them will be new some will be veteran you know it depends they they want to come over that'd be amazing uh, with their independent projects. And um, we thought we would do our own awards show, oh, uh, nice. our, our awards thing. So we're going to do, at the end of a of a fiscal year, we'll kind of do like a, which book sold the most, uh, which had the most fan response. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll, everyone will vote, you know, like we'll put, oh, out nice. the, uh, put out the ballot to everybody, all the members and all of retail. And uh, everyone can kind of vote for their favorite and we'll do a little, uh, you know, have a cool award. And uh, make it like all official, you know. So, so I think it's great to acknowledge people in their in their hard work. Oh, absolutely, uh, it definitely deserve because it, it takes a lot of work to create yeah. the, these items. So you know, you definitely no, you know, it, f- people again. This is why I hate the, the, that that very rough criticism sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, don't don't tear anybody down. You know how much work this takes. You don't need yeah. to do that. Be constructive. You know. Yeah, no, totally. But, but don't ever tear down. I hate yeah. that. Especially um, with a lot of creators are, it's not their full-time thing. They're doing it because they love it. Yeah. And they're also working a day job and, you know, trying to make something. Yeah, and, be conscious uh, of all that. I yeah, mean, you know? yeah. Could and you imagine if they had the time then? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It's like maybe right. they can, you know, take the time and, and go pro. You know, you never know. It, Absolutely. it could happen. It could happen. It's, it's uh, definitely, how are you working on that? solicitation and distribution because again you know independent right. that that's the mission of independent oh mm-hmm. man we gotta walk everywhere we gotta go and do the grind shop to shop i mean right. how are you gonna you know make it better and easier for independent creators well that's where indie comics fanfare comes in that's gonna be our uh new release catalog slash oh. magazine um kind of take without naming names uh a very popular catalog that goes to all the comic shops gotcha. every, every, okay. and uh and old I got let's just say you know it's like a ruby but it's not yeah right? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly as a, a ruby combined with a, a guy who does magic uh you know <laughs> that magazine and uh uh so we want to have uh new releases of course the titles that are coming out want to 
you know, description and uh, uh, barcodes, of course, in there for easy cool. scanning and whatever for retail. Uh, but we also want to have articles in there. We're going to have, uh, you know, comics, you know, strips and, and stuff in there. Excellent. And uh, just fun stuff, too, to keep uh, fan engagement in there as well as the retailers so, uh, engaged. And, and it looks to you like you also want to help connect the community because there's a yeah. job board. What? Yeah. Yeah. And that's under construction. But <laughs> but we're working on that. So that's going to be uh, really helpful to everybody as well because there's so many people who I've spoken to who um you know I'm a writer but I need a an artist I really mm. want to do this but I need, I need an artist I'll just go on to this art site and hopefully find somebody or they'll go on Twitter and find whoever yeah but we thought it'd be great to have in our community of people who are already making stuff uh put your put your name in the hat and see if somebody needs help or wants to combine on a, on a project, uh, then get with them and make something, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, help each other out. Wonderful. You so know? I got, you got to add, cause this is going to be the question everybody wants to know, you know, mm-hmm. is there a cost in joining? And if so, what is that? Right. Well, the cost, there will be a monthly cause it's a membership thing. So it's a, okay. it's a mo- monthly fee, but we're still working on the math for what the cost could be different levels. Okay. Uh, there'll be independent creator, There'll be a studio, uh, and which and it really the only um, the differing is the amount of books that we'll be able to put out per quarter. Um, and with that is because we're actually printing the books uh, that retail orders uh, really at no cost to you. So if retail orders five books, we're printing them and shipping them um, to yeah. to the printer, and um, you know we're making our money on the, on the back end, so to speak. Gotcha. And look at that, talking about retailers, there you go. So how can retailers work with you? Because I see here the yeah. sample, swag, communication, events, sponsorship, yeah. exclusivity. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. <laughs> We're trying to hit brother. everything. I and love the, it. So talk about that, that retail side. How can a retailer get involved? Right. So retailers, of course, there's no charging retailers. We want, okay. we want their business. We want them to feel comfortable. Uh, to come to us, so that's why one communication is one of the things that um, that I, we put on the list because um, that's the biggest thing that came back from our um, our, our census, let's say, okay. uh, from talking to other retailers, is communication because other distributors they're either not answering, uh, if they get the question, they don't really give a response. They don't give and, a rat's ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, know. We're gonna we're gonna give a rat's ass. So we're gonna be in, in constant contact uh, when people need us. We're 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 planning on on being there at least within 24 hours. So um, okay, uh, we will handle things if there's a, a problem. Uh, one of the things that we're also excited about, or what we're, we're um, part of the plan, why this is I think going to be less problems, is because we uh, when we do sign people up. Uh, we're not going to put them in the book until their book is actually finished. Oh, so, that's the way to do it. Heck yeah. yeah. No, like no, no late books. We want no late books. We just want to solicit, give them their solicitation time, promote as much as we can, and make sure those books are there on time. 
and, and how are you going to promote? Because that's, you know, a, a big question I see a lot of independent creators ask. Oh, these companies say they're going to do this. That How are you going to help? Because, again, you know, independent community is, the, you know, again, independent, right? A lot of mm-hmm. people are paying right. out their pocket, you know, for yeah. their dreams. So how are you going to help them promote? Well, and get all that is also included uh, in the membership fee. We're going to have – we have YouTube channel, uh, probably several – and uh, obviously the uh, Indie Comics Fanfare magazine Beautiful. going out to all the stores, um, Twitter, Instagram, blah, 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 everything. And Using everything, gonna, the whole army in the kitchen sink. Gotcha. Yeah, whatever whatever we have at our disposal <laughs> and you have a title that's coming out with us, you're going to get some uh, airtime. Uh, Wonderful. No, no matter what. But of course, we want the creators to, you know, uh, to help themselves as well and uh, – you know, do their store tours and do whatever they they do normally, uh, but with both of us working together, I think it'll be it'll be uh, great. Gotcha. So, and how can a fan get involved? Cause I see over here you have the fan section, that sexy looking magazine right there. Hey, yeah, that's I'm digging that. <laughs> that's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the indie comics fanfare, and it's gonna be comic book size, not gonna be magazine size. Oh, comic books! Hey, I'm digging yeah, it. Just, yeah. just like the Marvel previews, if you right, will. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, same, same size, and um, we're gonna be able to have uh, retailers will be able to nice. uh, order copies for their people who have subscriptions. Uh, oh, throw it nice. in their box, you know. Excellent. And um, yeah. And what, what, can people place ads in them? Are you also taking ads to be placed in that ad placement and whatnot for? for oh yeah. For stores yeah. And, and blogs and sure. sites, etc. Yeah, we're, we don't have a price list yet, but we are okay. planning on, on having that available. We're uh, putting together the first issue uh, currently. How fun is that to put this baby together? It's super this fun, man. I, I just love it. I mean, just seeing all the parts come together and, the, oh, I got an article from this guy. I got a you know, comic strip from this dude, and he's really cool, and you know, this is oh, going to go in here. Nice. And, and so starting to uh, starting to come together. It's all, all the pieces are, are falling in, in place. Awesome. So, so what's the expected like full charge date? Like, yeah, it's on, baby. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're calling Fourth uh, of July our Independence Day. Hey, look uh, at that! In- Following on the fucking theme, I love this guy. Woo! Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, but we're we're technically launching uh, with uh, interviews and uh, Excellent. Uh, articles and stuff uh, in another week or so like may 19th uh, but the big man. celebratory day will be fourth of july we're, oh uh, that's this is so great i'm excited man underway i'm loving it. it it really is an independent golden age for me and seeing how much unconditional love you know the independent yeah. community is getting and and to see this now to have its own magazine to have someone build a, a home base like this yeah. not just to to help spread the word but you know help the creator Mm-hmm. Help the retailer get access to these creators. I mean, shit. Yeah. We've been, where was this in the 90s? It would have made life so much easier, right? Uh, tell me about it, man. <laughs> I mean, at least at least back then, there were guys like Heroes World and all these other smaller, like, mid-sized distros yeah. um, who could do that. I mean, my book uh, was out through, like, several distributors uh, across the country. You mean and, this uh, book right there? 
<laughs> Close, except it was black and white back in the day. Oh my God! And really? Uh, oh man! Before color printers, that's how old he goes back. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a black and white. Yeah, black. I was really a, a black and white art uh, nerd. Hey, brother, if I you're still like me and a Conan fan, then you must have first had some early exposure to Savage. Swords. All my Savage Swords, the stack is like this high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. That's, I'm jealous. That, I'm building my stack there. But that's how I got introduced to Conan. My yeah. mama was buying me Savage Swords at, you know, seven, eight years old. Wow. She didn't know what she was getting me. <laughs> but let me tell you, I was loving every minute. I said, ooh, a titty. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, man, this is cool for a little kid. Oh, look, who's this badass with a sword kicking yeah. everybody's ass? I love Conan, it. Conan got some. Hell sure. yeah, bro. He, 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 he taught a whole generation of boys how to Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's I'm thinking. Awesome. Talk about Lethal before we go, man. What's Lethal about? This awesome, I mean, look at this artistry, this color, you know, and that's, you oh, can get it from Monarch Comics. And that's just Monarch, folks. It's also a webtoon, all right? Leaf 2086, baby. All right? Talk yeah, about we, did, we had to alter the title a little bit for webtoons and for Arkhaven because they don't like uh, short titles, I guess. Oh, really? They don't yeah. like. That that's too. Look at that font. I mean, yeah. So the the print feels great to me. Yeah. The funny, uh, sort of funny story uh, for me anyway. Uh, for that uh, title treatment, uh, it was actually originally really a newspaper uh, that I cut out in like 1989 or 90, and no, I stuck, and I stuck all the letters on the on the page. Oh shit! No wonder the edges look rough. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, that's and that's a graphic design version of what it was. It was actually standing up straight, like if you if you uh, you know eBay the old issues, they're always there somewhere. Oh shit! Where? Um, you can see it's like a, a vertical title treatment on the on the side. Okay. Uh, but uh, we decided to just go with traditional, like across the top you know, for the new version of it. And, uh, but, but yeah, but it was original, like actual newspaper cut out like a, like a kidnap note. <laughs> hey man, listen, that's what we had back in the day. Cause I yeah. remember me in junior high school, we will make a comic strip, basically making fun of all our cat, um, class members, you know, uh-huh. and we will basically just draw their heads with arms and legs and, you know, and what, but the head would kind of have to fit their personality. Like we had a kid that we were calling Meatball. He was fat, and he looked karate, so he was Father Meatball. Man, we had a good time with him. They were calling me Psycho, so it was basically at the Jason mask. Right. Um, you know, we we had Melon Head, and he was a, a watermelon. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, that that poor kid. He, I, I saw him years later, and unfortunately, he retained the Melon Head shape, looking like Stewie. <laughs> yeah, like in real life, bro. What the fuck? You know what's That's going a, on here? Sounds like a neurological <laughs> issue. <laughs> I'm digging. But look so, at this so, comic book, man. Talk, so yeah, about, so, talk about it. Yeah, so Leaf is my, um, I guess we call it uh, street-level sci-fi. Street-level. Um, <laughs> where he's uh, uh, taking out uh, drug dealers of a uh, drug called Mage. And Mage uh, gives people a uh, connection to magical field that gives them uh, powers. Ooh. So, um, and this is far in the future Ooh. so it's kind of dystopian background kind of blade runnerish uh backdrop uh with magic and uh and guns and science on the same yeah baby place. so magic is coming back oh, into fun. the world uh in the in the future new york city 
Hey, I mean, not that it's not a magical place already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very magical, very magical. I mean, when you got rats and carry pizza into the subway, I, I, dude, family. I was just gonna say pizza rat. <laughs> I was just pizza rat. Man, the miracles of pizza rat and more. You know what I mean? Come on, it's all here in New York City. Yeah, man, look at this kind of folks. See how simple it is. You go to Webtoon, look it up, Monarch Comics. But this is the baby here. We yeah. need everyone. Oh, and you have an intro. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. You have an intro here, right? So I, I, I believe we have to share this intro, bro. Mm. All right. So let, as long as yeah. you can share it, because I'm terrible. I could absolutely share it. To the and aforementioned let's go. Uh, technologically retarded statement. Yeah, Yeah, baby. Got it all. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget the horror comics. We love horror comics. Oh man, yeah, baby. <laughs> well, wow, that is a wonderful intro and definitely something to get excited about, folks. You see that indie comics fanfare is going to be definitely an amazing source yeah. for independent comic book news and more. And retailers, you better you better start asking. So how, how, right now, if they wanted to, you know, get on uh, on the list for this, or they got to yeah. visit the site or what? what what's just going on? Visit the site if you're a retailer, whatever you are, creator, retailer, or fan. Just click click one of those uh, things on the first page. Uh, give us your information, and uh, you're hooked up. We'll oh you, my gosh! Send you more uh, more info when uh, so, it comes available. I'm loving it. So before we go, last mm-hmm. last two questions. Yes. First up, are you going to be making any appearances anywhere? Will we be seeing this the organization at any conventions soon? Yes. The answer is the short answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Well, I don't know if I should say because I think we're kind of working on the details of to which which ones we're. Okay, but you're going to have some for. major ones this year. Yeah, we'll be we'll be announcing them uh, very soon. Excellent. Uh, All right, so we're going to be on the lookout. Do that, yeah, yeah, one for sure. Let's not jinx anything, folks. They will be at convention. Oh, we'll be at every place we, we can. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't you worry. I got, I got a couple you need to get involved with. Two up here in the Northeast, all right. You know, so you need to come up here. You know, do like terrific con, do Northeast. That, um, that's actually Comic Con, Rhode Island Comic Con. You gotta do all them bad boys, baby. Wicked Comic Con, Boston. Come on, Ter- baby. Terrific con is top of the list. Big mm-hmm. Apple. Yeah. In New York, come on. Well, is, is the Pennsylvania Hotel still there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, he still does it. Yes. It's, really? It's, I, I actually went to 
2-1. What was it? I believe it was uh, the last one he had, February or March sometime. Wow. I went. Yes, I, I hooked up with my, my friend Brian Adam, and then it take me back to when I used to go in the 90s. Oh, Ooh. man. I didn't even realize he was still. Uh... It took me back. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to do that again. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was fun, time. but it definitely as a show, it definitely has a lot of foot traffic mm-hmm. and a lot of independent creators that I think would definitely love to hear your message. Yeah, and that, and that's really the shows that we want to focus on are the ones that are very creator, uh, artist heavy. Oh, Wicked, uh, Wicked yeah. Comic Con is the mm-hmm. one for you then, because that is uh, basically the celebrity is the comic book creator. They do not bring over celebrities. That's perfect. perfect. That's yep. exactly what we want to uh, look for. Yeah, we're, but, gonna, we're gonna table there. We're gonna meet people, uh, sign people up, and uh, make some comics together, man. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So lastly, t- you know, uh, uh, coming from a creative perspective, and then also an entrepreneurial perspective, what yeah. advice would you give somebody trying to come into the game? Dude, just do it. Uh, in 1987, this is how old I am. Uh, I went to uh, a convention in Stony Brook, New York, uh, the Icon. It was called. Okay. And um, Stony Brook University, where I love telling the story because it's, it's so stupid. My, my friends all laugh at me for this one. But um, so I was all excited because I was going to be my hero, the aforementioned John Buscema, who we talked about yeah. earlier. And uh, I was all excited. He was doing a and a I'm like, oh, my God, he's, he's there. Like, he's really there. So cool. So there's a panel of all these other artists and stuff. I was focused on him. I was like, this is so cool. So he's like, uh, does anybody have any questions after he did his, you know, shtick about, about, uh, whatever. And, um, so I raised my hand. I'm like six, 17, I think at the time, 16, 17. And I said, and I know nothing about comics yet at this point. So I said, uh, Mr. Basoma, uh, when you guys make your comics, uh, do you do it on any kind of special paper or, <laughs> or something? Cause I had no idea what Bristol board yeah. was. No idea. And he was kind of like, like, and I had no idea that John Buscema was known for being a cantankerous, cranky bastard. <laughs> right? So asked for it. Oh, I totally asked for it. And this is in a, in a uh, like college, you know, what do you call it? auditorium? Okay. Right? So it's full. And I'm like uh, standing there, like I'm asking a great question. And he's like, <laughs> he literally stands and goes, "Kid, I don't care if they give me toilet paper to draw on, as long as they pay me on time." Next question. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, back in my chair. But then I left the room, feeling all like oh, that sucked, you know. Yeah. And I go back to to the the, the artist alley area, and this guy flags me over because I was holding my portfolio. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, man, what you, what you got there?" And I was like, uh, "My portfolio." And uh, he's like, well, let's see what you got. Super friendly. And I was like, okay, uh, okay sure. I was waiting to get like slammed to get, you know, like <laughs> so I show him stuff and, and uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, cause I had no idea who he was. It was uh, Tim Truman at the table who at the time was drawing the book scout, which is oh, okay. turned out became my favorite uh, comic ever. And then I realized that Tim Truman was a guy who drew, uh, half the stuff in all the D and D books that I loved so much back okay. back in the day, and um, uh, I was like, I, I bought a copy of his book, and one of the one of the issues, and uh, he wrote in there because he was talking about my my page, gave me like really nice critique and 
where I could improve and very constructive and he spent a lot nice. of time. Very cool guy. And uh, he just wrote on, on the comic, he wrote, uh, nothing to it but to do it, Tim Truman. He's like, just oh, beautiful. make your book. He's like, don't wait for people to tell you it's okay. Don't wait for people to tell you that you're ready. Just make the book. <laughs> and you know? I, I, I was thinking he was going to write, and the paper's called Bristol. <laughs> that would have been, been awesome. awesome. Like, oh, shit, oops. <laughs> That's why he was so nice. <laughs> By the way, kid, the paper's on Bristol Boiler. Get out of here. <laughs> nah, bro, you're amazing, bro. I am taking your energy. Thanks, man. Thank you. A lot. You bro. as well. Nah, Great bro. Show. Great show. Great show. Because you're doing something amazing for the independent comedy community that we love so much. And, folks, I'm, I'm going to show you once again. Please take a look. The link is below. Please take a look at this beautiful website that's out there to help independent. So, whether you're a creator, a retailer, or a fan, yeah. I highly suggest taking a look and, and considering getting involved. I mean, Again, I think this is going to be a wonderful and great lane uh, to get the word out on all these amazingly talented independent creators that uh, are being, you know, uh, disserviced, if you will, by by not being, you know, promoted and pushed out there to the best uh, of the ability of their Mm -hmm. talent, even, you know, so get the stories out there. You have a story to tell. We want we want to tell it. Yes. We want you to tell it. Phil is ready. He's. He's an open book. Like, yeah, let's go, baby. I'm ready. Literally, he got a book that's open to, to place his stories and, on right and coffee, now. coffee. And coffee. Lots of coffee. Hey, and one with that, yo. I'm Puerto Rican. You love me? I love my coffee. I drink coffee like like I drink warm milk at night to go to sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the same thing, bro. That, that does nothing to me. You know what I mean? I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, right. same. Phil, you the man. Everybody, you know what it is. Thanks, support, support Phil. Support independent comics. This is what we do here, all right? Yeah, Please check out my family from Undercover Caves, No Price Podcast, British Crusade, Old Timers, Outside the Panels, you know what I mean? K-pop, Cosmos, all that good stuff. And, of course, check out ComicCrusaders.com for the latest and greatest in comic book news, all right? So, my people, much love. I appreciate your time today, as always. Hasta la próxima. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Conversation Podcast. podcast. If you like the content, if you like to subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ConversationCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCrusaders.com. And also, make sure to download the Conversation app on the Google Play Store today.